0: So today I wanted to spend a little time breaking down the 2021 Child Tax Credit. So there's a couple things to know before we hop into this Child Tax Credit. So first and foremost, that there were temporary enhancements that were added to this credit for 2021, specifically through the American Rescue Plan. And so there's really two credits that exist within this Child Tax Credit for 2021. One, I'll just reference in this podcast episode as the kind of the original child tax credit. And then there is the add on the temporary enhancement that is just for 2021. But there has been hints by President Biden and his administration that there's a desire to make these enhancements more permanent. Okay, so to to jump in, let's talk about these different credits really quick. So the old regular credit is still existing, and it is $2,000 per qualifying child. So this original child tax credit, this existing one that was already in effect before the pandemic and before the American Rescue Plan, still exists and will still be able to be used by high income earners. So that is first and foremost. The second enhancement is an additional child tax credit on top of that original child tax credit. And this enhancement looks like this. It is an additional $1,000 $1,000 per child for children ages 6 to 17 and an additional 1600 for children under the age of six. So this enhanced child tax credit, this add-on child tax credit has lower phase outs, has lower income limitations. So fewer people are going to qualify for this Temporary enhanced child tax credit, and it's really going to be targeted towards low and middle class earners. In order to claim this tax credit, you need to have a qualifying child that meets the IRS guidelines. And I'll put some information in the show notes about all the tests that need to be met in order to claim this credit. But again, if you've been claiming a child on your prior tax returns, then it's you can probably assume that this will be the case moving forward. But again, I'll put some information in the show notes, but again, this is for a qualifying child and children under the age of 17. So children under the age of 17 is really who this is aimed to reach. So if you have a child under the age of six, you will get the $2,000 child tax credit. And then if you qualify for the enhanced child tax credit, you'll get an additional 1600 for a total of $3,600 for children over the age of six, but under the age of 16, uh, you'll get the $2,000 original child tax credit and then the $1,000 enhanced child tax credit. So again, these are based on ages of your children come the end of the year. So whatever their age is at the end of the year, that's what's going to determine if they're eligible or where they're eligible when it comes time to determine eligibility for the specific tax credit. Okay, so this child tax credit, this enhancement does come with phase outs, phase outs are thresholds and limits to where a deduction or credit starts to decrease and the taxpayer receives less of it as they progress through the phase out limit to eventually where they don't receive anything. So when I say phase outs, that's what that means. So for this enhanced portion of the child tax credit, the phase-outs are much lower. The phase-outs are much lower to really be targeted towards low and middle-income families. So what we're seeing is with single, married filing separate, and some other filing statuses, the phase-out threshold is starting at 75000 For head of household, the phase-out is starting at 112500 and for married filing jointly, the phase-out threshold is starting at 150000 AGI, adjusted gross income. So when I mention these income amounts, these thresholds, it's all based on adjusted gross income. If you don't know what your adjusted gross income is, this is line 11 on Form 1040 on your tax return. So if you have your tax return, you should be able to thumb through that and look at your 2020 numbers and see whereabouts your income is based on that line 11, which is again, adjusted gross income. Okay, so again, you heard me mention earlier that this child tax credit really needs to be viewed as two credits, an original credit and an enhancement credit. So those are the phase out thresholds for that enhancement portion. Again, if you don't qualify based on those lower phase-out thresholds, you may still qualify for the original child tax credit of $2,000 per child. And again, this is the child tax credit that existed pre-pandemic and has very different phase-out limits. And so those phase-out limits are $400,000 for married filing jointly and I believe $200,000 AGI for all other filers. So again, it is very possible to not qualify for this child tax credit enhancement, but still qualify for the existing the original child tax credit under those higher phase out limits. And again, when we look at the child tax credit phase out, what it means is that for every $1,000 above the phase out limit, your credit will be reduced by $50 if you are a single filer, and you made $76,000 in adjusted gross income, that's $1,000 over the phase out threshold. That means the enhancement part of the child tax credit will be reduced by $50. So if you are under the respected phase out limits, then you can be sure that you're going to receive the full credit amount, the original and the enhanced portion. If you want to do the math, you can figure out pretty quickly what you would be eligible for if you happen to exceed the phase-out thresholds for the enhanced child tax credit. Just look at your AGI for 2020, if it's expected to be you know, pretty similar, and tally up the income that is the adjusted gross income that is exceeding your respective phase-out threshold. Divide that amount by 1000 and multiply that amount times 50, and that should be your reduction in the enhancement portion of your child tax credit. So that is what those income limits look like. It's good to know that the child tax credit for 2021 is operating in that fashion, because I think at face value, many people look at those original enhanced phase outs of maybe uh, $75,000 and 150000 and may think, hey, I make too much money. I'm not going to qualify for a child tax credit. And that's a half truth. You won't qualify for the enhancement, but you may still qualify for the original child tax credit of $2,000. Again, these child tax credits are fully refundable. So if the tax credits fully eliminate your tax liability, what you owe the IRS, and there's still leftover tax credit, you will get paid this in the form of a refund. That's what fully refundable means. So these are fully refundable tax credits. So if you happen to fully eliminate your tax liability with these credits, you will receive any excess of the credit as a refund. Do note that the original child tax credit, the $2,000 child tax credit is only partially refundable. So only 1,400, only up to 1,400 of that $2,000 credit is fully refundable. And so that even adds another layer of complexity and kind of leans into the fact that I was saying earlier that these should be viewed as two separate child tax credits. So for this year, they are going to make advance payments for this child tax credit, advance payments, similar to how the stimulus credits and the stimulus checks have been working. The stimulus checks were actually just a tax credit and they made advance payments to us for those tax credits so this child tax credit is going to work in the same fashion it is a 2021 tax credit that they are going to pay out in advance to help again spur along the economy to get aid to the american people but again it is a 2021 tax credit for tax filing purposes and so what this advance payment is going to look like is whatever parents are eligible to receive for 2021 in terms of child tax credits for their children they are going to receive 50% of that amount paid out on a monthly basis from July to December, starting July 15th through December on a monthly basis. Let's say you're married and you have a two-year-old and you make under $150,000 in adjusted gross income. You are eligible to receive $3,600 in child tax credit. 50% of $3,600 is $1,800. $1,800 divided by six, the six months of the remaining part of this year, would be $300. So you would begin receiving $300 on July 15th, and you'd receive that $300 each month until the end of the year. And so you would be fully paid for that $1,800 for the half of the child tax credit, and then the other $1,800 would show up whenever you filed your tax return. Let's take the same example. Let's say you have, you're have you married, you have a two-year-old, but then you also have an eight-year-old, and you make under 150000 in adjusted gross income. So you would still get the $3,600 in child tax credit, and then you would receive the extra $3,000 for your eight-year-old. So you would be eligible to receive $6,600. $6,600 divided by two, 50% of that credit would be $3,300 divided by six would be $550. You would receive $550 starting on July 15th, and you would receive that each month for the rest of the year. So again, sit down take an inventory. First of all, see where you qualify based on your income. If you're eligible for the enhanced child tax credit, then total up your kids and their ages um, and what they will be come the end of the year. And note if they are eligible for $3,000 or $3,600. And then you can just say, hey, this is the total amount that we should receive in child tax credit for 2021. 50% of that is X. And X divided by six is this number. And that's what we are set to receive starting in July." each month through December. Okay, one other note is that the IRS is creating a portal for individuals to opt out of receiving this advanced payment if they choose to. And there may be very specific reasons for those that want to opt out of this. But again, this option is going to be made available. And I'll try to hunt that link down and see if they have that portal up and running whenever I publish this. And I'll try to get that in the show notes as well as I'll have a lot of this information that I've been talking about I'll have in the show notes, as well as the blog article that I created dedicated to this. But if you think you, it would be better off for you not to have the advanced payment of the child tax credit, be on the lookout for that portal to go live so you can go in there and adjust the amounts and opt out of it. So some examples of who might want to opt out of this. If you anticipate earning significantly more in this year, maybe than a prior year, and you expect to have a tax liability, you may want to not fully receive that child tax credit, you may want to opt out of that for fear of underpayment penalties and any fees and interest that come with that. You may want to opt out of this if you are self-employed or if you and your spouse are self-employed and the same reason you may expect a huge influx of income for this year. That may have an impact on your taxes and your self-employment taxes. It may be better to leave that child tax credit put so that when you file your taxes, you have it under withheld for tax purposes for your quarterly estimated taxes. So anyway, those are a couple reasons you can always, you can always again, receive this child tax credit advance payment, and you can always kind of sweep it to a savings account and just have it there just in case anything happens or you need to repay some of that back. Again, what we want to try to do is avoid any underpayment penalties when it comes to our taxes. I know I talk about this a lot, but um, again, have a plan for your child tax credit um, advance payments if you are set to receive these. Some people are at the very minimum are gonna be receiving for those parents are gonna be receiving $250, but it can be ratcheted up depending on how many kids you have and how old and how younger kids are. So some people are gonna be receiving sizable amounts um, of income each month from the IRS because of this advanced child tax payment. So have a plan and don't let it get spent unconsciously there's a lot of great things that we can use this money to do. If you looked at any of my past episodes about stimulus and other tax credits, I like to put these things through filters of, yeah, it's great to give a portion. God owns it all, so we need to be mindful of our stewardship role. And giving that it is a great way to make sure that we're not controlled by the money that we handled. It, it breaks the power of money. That's what giving does paying down high interest rate debt. That is a great move. It is a way to help get us ahead and build a solid financial foundation. That high interest rate can be seen as a rate of return if you were to have an investment. So you can flip the script and kind of look at it through that perspective. So paying down high interest rate debt, replenishing any emergency reserves. I know this has been a crazy year and a half for all of us. And so if you've blown through some savings, this could be an option to replenish that let's say you want to continue to support small business and local business, that's a great thing to do. Investing long term, anything long term and any other goals that are intermediate to long term, you can look at funding those with this amount as well. So anyway, just have a plan, just be very conscious about it, know exactly how much you're due to receive. So then you can actually go ahead and start budgeting it out in your mind. And that would just be the best practice to how to approach this money that's going to be hitting your accounts here in the near future. Okay. And one last thing I will note is that they're basing the 2021 child tax credit on 2020 tax returns. So if you happen to make significantly more in the year 2021, um, you could disqualify yourself for a portion of the child tax credit. And if that happens, it is subject to be clawed back. And so the IRS will come for that part that you've been ineligible for. So be mindful of that. That may be a place where you're a little mindful if you think you're going to blow through those phase out limits where you either opt out or you set a portion aside knowing that there's a potential that this could be clawed back in the future. So be mindful that there is a clawback provision on this 2021 child tax credit, but there also is a safe harbor provision. So I won't get into that. That information will be in the blog article. I think it's probably better read than talked about over a podcast, but there is a safe harbor provision. But again, it can be clawed back if you make too much money. The information in this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Because it is general in nature, it does not take into consideration the listener's personal circumstances. Therefore, it is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized financial, legal, or tax advice. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a financial decision. This podcast is not engaged in legal, financial, or other professional services.